This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me This. I am your co-host, Carrie Borkowski. My other co-host, Brianne Roos, will be joining later in the next couple of weeks with her own short. We thought the month of December would be a great way to wrap up the fall as we head into the holidays. For some folks, we're ending a semester, ending a quarter or a term, whatever that conclusion might be as you look to the new year. And after re-listening to some of the great interviews we've had this fall and planning for some of the upcoming interviews we have with parents, <clears throat> wellness experts, some return guests from last spring and this fall who will be checking in to see how they're doing during this pandemic, we just were both feeling kind of like we wanted to take a pause and reflect on what we've heard, what we've shared, what we've talked about, and also what we've learned as we as educators, parents, friends, partners, and all those hats we wear, how we have been in these sort of, I don't know, unprecedented times is getting to be the cliche. But so we thought in the month of December, we would offer a couple of shorts that would be a great segue into our our January, our 2021 lineup. And so I volunteered to go first and had lots that I wanted to say. There's been a lot rattling in my brain. I've been listening to some great podcasts. Brene Brown continues to have this amazing podcast, Unlocking Us. She also has a new one called Dare to Lead based on her um, New York Times bestseller book, Dare to Lead. So she's had Aiko Bethea on. She's had um, Sonia Renee Taylor The Body is Not an Apology. And so I've had lots of thoughts rattling around in my brain. And wouldn't you know it, the funniest thing happened. (laughs) I was binge watching um, a Netflix show yesterday. We got our first nor'easter of the season all day yesterday. So it was crazy rain, crazy wind. And at one point we even lost power. And so I was sitting in front of the fire with my partner and we were just... um, kind of just decompressing after a crazy morning preparing for the nor'easter and getting the kids settled and this person on the episode it doesn't really matter you know who said it or what the context was but the main character was reminded that she really needed to spend some time being present that her her mind should be where her body is she had just taken a new like a fellowship Um, in another country and was still 
really holding on to what was going on elsewhere. And her new roommate said, you know, why don't you spend some time trying? And he was being very nice. It wasn't meant in any sort of flippant way. And he thought, he said to her, well, why don't you spend a little time trying to, you know, try to get focus on getting your mind where your body is. Maybe that would help. And she definitely paused. And of course, it had, you know, a significant shift for the rest of the episode. And I was also left thinking about that, bringing your mind where your body is. And the reason I was left with that quote is because, at least for me, I can't speak for anybody else. But at least for me, I have felt particularly lately, and and gosh, maybe if I reflect even back early on in the pandemic, I've noticed more, and possibly because the pandemic has been so hard in so many different ways, that I have really been focusing on the next, right? I do have a tendency, if I'm being honest, being very goal-oriented, which in a bad way is I'm looking ahead instead of being in the moment, and I, I came to realize that, yes, of course, we should be hoping for this vaccine and hoping for different times where we can not be socially distant and not having to wear masks and re-engage with each other in the world in the ways that are more familiar. And yet I need to spend more time having my mind be where my body is, that I have to be present for myself, for my colleagues, for my friends, for my kids, and for my partner. And so as as many of you know, this podcast is all about belonging and building community and cultivating those connections and those relationships because quite frankly, we can't do the work, we can't engage with each other, we can't learn in those authentic deep ways without first spending some time on those important attributes of belonging and connection and relationship. And so what is being present? What is being where your body is, right? Placing your mind where your body is. What does that mean around belonging? And so I thought of a couple of things. Um, really, again, these are not my, my original thoughts, but I'm trying to sort of make these connections for you. The first one I thought about was something that Akeo Bethea said to uh, Brene Brown in the conversation she had with her a couple of episodes ago, and it was about inclusivity at work and the heart of a hard conversation. And what Akeo Bethea and Brene Brown started talking about was this idea of action bias. And I, I Googled it and looked it up, and, and it is a term that's um, used quite often in behavioral economics. And it refers to this idea that we as human beings feel this innate need to take action, that especially when we think that others expect us to take action, we take action. And so action bias is this idea that oftentimes we are quick to make a decision, a movement, a change, enact something just because we feel the pressure and the expectation to do so. And the interesting thing is, is the research shows that in those moments, the decision we make is usually not the optimal decision. So what does that have to do with being present and having your mind be where your body was, where, where it is? Well, as I thought about it, I think I, I can again, I can only speak for myself, but I think 
I have a really hard time being still, right? When I see a student with a question, if I see a colleague with a wondering, a curiosity, a struggle, if my child has a question or a something that approaches me, what is my immediate thought? I mean, think, think of a moment for yourself when someone comes to you with a challenge, a problem, a project, a wondering, a question. We, our immediate response isn't, or at least for many of us, isn't to be still and to be calm and to just be in that moment and check in, right? We don't engage our sort of emotional intelligence to say, what is that emotion? What am I feeling? What is the other person feeling? What do we do? We commit action bias. We think, oh, they expect me to do something, right? I'm the, I'm the teacher, the parent, the colleague. They've come to me for a reason and I've got to fix it. And so I think that part of being, you know, your mind being where your body is and part of belonging and cultivating community and connection is pushing down that action bias and moving it away, moving it aside. Yes, you can recognize it and notice it and say, oh, look what I just felt. That's my action bias, right? My propensity to want to act and I need to hit the pause button. In that moment, our ability to make space, to hold space, to notice how someone is feeling, to ask someone what they might need, not to presume that we know what the action should be, is a way of being present. And it's a way to cultivate belonging. The other piece of this for me is this idea of listening, right? We talk about how it's so important to be a good listener. And for a long time, I sucked at it. I I have insecurities, I wanna be liked, I want people to think I'm good and decent and doing the best I can. And I don't think this is an uncommon feeling that other people don't have, but I really was kind of a sucky listener. And the reason I was a sucky listener is because as someone was sharing with me, in my brain I'm processing what do I need to say? What do I need to tell this person? Oh my gosh, they're looking for an answer. They're looking for something really clever. What do I need to say? And in, in using up all of that energy, I failed to do the most important part of that engagement, probably what the person actually expected, which was to actively listen. If we want to create belonging, we have to work hard to hear and see the person, the group, the organization. And the only way to do that is to listen. So what does it mean to actively listen? It means that we stay engaged, we stay present, we reflect back to the person or the person's what was said. If, if you, you know, if the person pauses for a moment and you're not sure about what the next step is, you might want to check in to make sure you heard it, right? So it's someone says something and you say, okay, what I hear you saying is, is this. And what I think I'm hearing you say is that you feel this. And you pause again and you make space for that person. Because maybe your assumption, maybe your interpretation of what they said is not right. And the beauty of the pause is twofold in my view. One, 
you're not jumping with some action that probably won't be effective in the first place, right? That's based on um, imper- you know, incorrect assumptions or false assumptions. Secondly, the pause, the check-in is reaffirming to that person that you are present, that you're not like teeing up your response. You're not prepping. You're not being a one-upper. You guys know what a one-upper is? Oh, drive me nuts. One-upper is the person that has the story that's going to be better or more dramatic than what you just said, right? There's none of that happening in active listening. Active listening is engaging fully with that person, reflecting back what you think that person said, what you think you're seeing to check in and to adjust and withholding judgment. Active listening is not easy. And I'll tell you one of the reasons it's not easy is because while you're being completely focused on that person or that group, you're also going to make yourself or you're going to increase the likelihood that you're going to show your own vulnerability. And why is that? Well, if you are wholly engaged in active listening, you have little to no time to prepare You have little to no time to polish a response in your brain. You are (coughs) organically engaging in a conversation. And there's a chance that when that person pauses or when that group of individuals you're chatting with pauses, you might not have an answer. And hey, guess what? That is okay. This is how authentic connections and relationships emerge, that you are in it. Your mind is where your body is. You are engaged. You're actively listening. You're pushing away those, those inclinations, that proclivity, that propensity to want to act. And you are being present for the person. And so my reflection, my first reflection for December is to be present to try to keep your mind where your body is. So if you are in a virtual meeting and you're talking to a colleague, if you are having dinner with your family, be there. Don't think forward. Don't think backward. Don't think about two weeks from now. Try not to think too much about what the spring's going to look like as the vaccine enters. There is time and space for all of those conversations. I am not saying we should ignore any of that. I'm saying that there's not a lot that's in our control right now, especially around this pandemic. But what we can control is how we engage with each other, whether it's virtually, whether it's at the dinner table, whether it's as you're getting ready for bed, going for a run in the morning. And even when you're by yourself, you can be present. You can help yourself to be, have your mind be where your body is. And hopefully this will cultivate a sense of belonging, connection, build relationships and community that will help us manage those other things that come up, the pandemic, difficulties in our lives, the feelings of isolation that we've all been feeling. But we have to be present. We can't wish away the next week. We can't say, oh, well, as soon as I finish this homework assignment, I know I can do this in the spring. Or if I can just 
stand one more week or three more weeks of this, it'll be okay. We have to find ways to make those next moments, the current moment, manageable and hopeful and joyful. And so I'll leave you with that. So try to be present this week. Try to focus on where your mind and your body are and ask yourself, are they in the same space? And if they're not, give yourself grace. It's okay. Be empathetic. It's a hard time. And just try again. Try to be present. Bring your mind to where your body is. Thanks so much. My name is Carrie Borkowski, and I'm the co-host of Tell Me This. I hope you will check out our episodes from this fall. We've had a lot of great interviews with teachers, executive directors of nonprofits. We've talked to some parents. We've talked to professors, experts in all different areas, and we're looking forward to more in the spring. If you have not had a chance to check us out, please check out Anchor, uh, where our podcast is located. We have two seasons or one and a half seasons of the podcast. You can also check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And if you haven't already, please go ahead and give us a five-star rating. If you have enjoyed our podcast, we would really appreciate it. All right. For now, I'm Carrie Borkowski, and this is Tell Me This. Take care. So sincere under the glaciers of your last year. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.